Hey, 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 what do you say? Guess what? It is the Swipe It Show right here on the Success Network. And guess what? We had some technical difficulties this morning. Of course, uh, nothing ever goes right. Computers sometimes goof up, but with excellent customer service, because we're talking about why customer service is so bad today and what good customer service looks like. You know, uh, we were able to, between Ryan, the producer, and myself, we're able to figure out what the heck is going on. And at the end of the day, a computer, sometimes you just got to, like, shut the damn thing down, man. When you shut it down and just keep it off, wait a few seconds, you know, bam, there it is working. Well, I'm glad that you're here today watching, listening, trying to figure out what good customer service would look like. And you know what? Good customer service is damn hard to find, I have to tell you. You know, I'm going to tell you some stories about some customer service stuff, but I want to read you. Literally, you could Google this yourself, but, you know, the five main causes of poor customer service include hiring the wrong people. Man, number one right there, hiring the wrong people. Lack of training, employee burnout, misunderstanding customer expectations, and a lack of employee engagement. Literally, I preach this all the time. I'm like, you know, let's talk about hiring the wrong people. You know, when you hire someone, you need to be using a service that kind of gives the insight to their brain. You know, you can read somebody's resume and they've hired somebody to professionally put together whatever the information is that they think is necessary to get the type of job they're looking for. And then when they get that job, they were so full of crap, they can do the job. People are just going to say anything they can to do to get a job these days. And, you know, a lot of slackers out there will take shortcuts. And I call them slackers because that's what they really are. They're trying to take shortcuts. And they've, you know, maybe made a resume that made it look like they're so good. You know, but hiring the right people. So when I say hiring the right people can be done and you won't have the wrong people working in your organization to be the face of your company. Like swipe it. You know, if you have really poor customer service and you don't know it because you have this million gazillion dollar company, let's 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 look at this one, right? There are these huge processing companies that I send business to. The customer service for calling into them, you know, obviously there's different levels that you have to talk to different types of people. But in most cases, with every processor in the country, you have some other place you're calling. It's not here in the States. What do you do for customer service when people don't even understand your uh, problem, their issue, and it's you're the, that's the face of your company? And what I find is, is the reason people get poor customer service when they call into processing companies is because they don't have someone like Swipe It. Because we tell everybody, don't call into the customer service because really you're just a number. And when you call in AT&T, you call into uh, Verizon, you're calling to GE for, you know, appliance repair. You know, the, the people that you're calling and talking to, they've got a script and they're taking keywords that you're talking about and they're trying to understand what the problem is. Boom. All of a sudden, the phone gets disconnected. You're like, what the heck just happened, right? Because you you called in. I don't care what the product or service is. You know what happened is, is when you hire the wrong people, when I talk about hiring wrong people, it's not just the people. 
People are working from home nowadays. You know, I've got super fast internet here at the office. Do you have super fast internet at your house? Do you think that the customer service representatives that are working from home have the fastest internet and they're spending the most amount of money to have the fastest internet? You know, you've talked to these people and they sound sometimes like they're underwater. So now they're at the job interview. They're doing a Zoom call probably. And they've got kids in the background, you know, screaming and yelling. Hey, listen, I, I don't have a problem with kids. I love kids. I have kids. But you know what? When there's a professional time to try and accomplish the goals that you need to get where you're going in your business with the right customer service, that's a key component of how your business is going to be working. I, I, I'm just appalled at what happens on hiring the wrong people. And then, you know, another one, of course, is lack of training. Okay, here you go. Here's the script. Listen, you're going to log into this thing. And you're going to read the things. They're going to say certain things to you. And then what the, What do they do? They go, uh, hold on uh, for the next three to five minutes, please, so that we can adjust and find out what's wrong. You know what they're doing right then and there? They're like searching like you on the internet probably for the problem. And they've got their own slow internet speed. So, of course, that's slowing things down. And then they don't understand the problem. So they're going to now text message inter office, text message somebody that's going to be also handling a gazillion other calls when they could have just transferred you to the right department. And then they don't want to transfer you to the right department. Listen, I fight this every day for our clients. You know, a, a straight five minute phone call from me to my clients is assisting and making things run right the right way. It's helping clients. We're spending 15, 20, maybe even two hours on calls to find all of the correct things that we need to be able to have a five-minute phone call for our clients. You know why? Because you've got a business to run and you got things to do to make money and your time is valuable. And that's why people rely on us. Do we have a lot of these instances where we're on two-hour, three-hour phone calls? No, no. Our clients get the best customer service because we've typically solved, excuse me, we have solved their problems moving into working with us. So if there is a bigger issue, then we're going to do the work to find out what it is. And then we're going to get back to the client and give them one, two, three. This is how we do it. How easy is that to work with a company that knows what the heck they're doing? You just don't have to call into the customer service people. And I'm telling you, that has got to be my biggest pet peeve. I hate literally calling into customer service for people. I have a customer service experience myself that's only happened in the past week or so. And I've got this really fancy grill, if you know or not, but I'm a chef. And, you know, when you're a chef, you like to have cool stuff that makes your life easy, right? And I know what it takes having knowledge and expertise in the food service business. What are cool things and make my life easy? Well, I bought this big Lynx grill uh, a number of years ago, and it needed some uh, work done on it. Well, the lights weren't working. When you open up the grill on the interior, you know, during certain times of the year, uh, the sun is not shining and you got to be able to see what's happening while you're cooking your food. Well, here I am cooking my dinner in the dark with a flashlight. Well, I had to wait three weeks for somebody to come out with well, three weeks or a month. It was, a, it seemed like an eternity. And they finally came out there's lights on the inside and there's lights on the outside that actually tell you and show you. 
actually how much you know you the dials are and whatever but when you open up the grill and you turn the light on you can see what's happening because you don't want to burn your food right it's dark out and then like sometimes it's freaking cold so here i am flashlight no more the guy comes out he spends some time he rewires it got lights again and i'm like wow these are even brighter because i guess they diminished over time because they got dirty and whatever but they had rusted and you know i have a a pool so the pool creates issues and problems with water close by chlorine salt all that stuff but i'm cooking now with the right stuff and then i realized wait a minute the lights on the outside aren't lighting up so i'm like damn it i gotta call those people again guess what i gotta wait another three weeks for them to show up well so what happens is you press the button the lights go on in the inside and the lights go on on the outside that's what it's supposed to do well he did something maybe unplugged something i don't know i'm not taking this thing apart i don't want to have a fire at my house and i don't want to get electrocuted i don't know about you but what i want things is i want people in their customer service capabilities to get the damn things right the first time what the heck why wouldn't you check and see the light on the inside's working yeah that's what you were there to fix but you don't want to create other problems on the inside or the outside of the grill, right? Or the outside of the problem, you know, Hey, my, my screen's not working. Uh, can, can you help me with that? Great. Okay. They fixed that. And then they went in and they changed some settings in the phone that weren't the same as it was before. Why are you messing with other people's stuff? This is poor customer service. Here's the problem with this customer service scenario. I just talked about for my own personal grill in the past few weeks. Here's the problem. There's no one else that I can call. So they know they got you. I don't like that. It drives me crazy. Poor customer service. That is like my biggest pet peeve. So next week, I'll have this person out here and then they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Blah, 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 blah. You know, blah, blah. Dude, get your shit together. Do the job the right time the first time and then stop making it so that you're a manufacturer of a product or software stop locking people in give a choice it looks bad upon your company because now would i buy another grill that is going to lock me into that dude there are software companies in my industry that literally i just looked over some statements from one of our potential clients i spent two hours on a zoom call with this individual who was a referral from a client of mine from 18 years ago that guy overpaid $537,000 in processing fees. The dude, if he was working with us, he would have saved a half a million dollars. That dude was livid. And you know what? He then asked me, this is what really made me livid. So he then asked me, would you do a proposal for me so that I can... Uh, Bring that to the other company so they'll match what your rates are. Wow. What is wrong with people today? So you find an expert that actually goes through everything, spends some time with you, and then you're going to ask them for the ability to give them information to give to the current people you're working with. Do you think I'm going to work with that guy? Hell no. And you know what? I'm not going to tell you who that is. I'm not going to talk about that person. They're, they're out of the state of Texas, but I'm going to tell you.
That is so wrong on so many levels. When you find an expert in the field and you turn around and you ask them all the information, you gather everything from them, but then you don't do business with them. Wow. Wow. I mean, that is insane. How would you feel if that was you? This is what happens. I'm not angry about it. I'm just talking about customer service. That guy had poor customer service. He had nobody helping him, he, he, but he was locked in. So the company that actually created that software locked them in. Is that good customer service for you? I don't think so. I know for me, customer service is a priority number one. And I got people that are in our inner circle that if they don't provide good customer service to our clients, boom, they're gone, right? Because they better hire the right people. They better train their people the right way. Now you got management, management. You get bad management, the people underneath them are also going to be pretty bad because they're not training the people right and they're not hiring the people right. So that's three of the five that I'm just talking about. And then you've got people with employee burnout. Today, people are working longer than ever and they don't have the tenacity like I have. I'm working 12, 15 hour days. I love what I do. I'm helping people and I'm there 100%. The quality of work remains the same. I don't care how hard I work, how many hours I work. The quality is always going to be there. You want that. You rely on us. You need that. And that's going to make you successful in your business. But, you know, customer service between the burnout, the poor management, the lack of training, and, of course, uh, hiring the wrong people. Now, the last thing was is lack of employee engagement. Think about that. People will call up, get customer service, and talk to them, and then they say, yeah, we'll get back to you. They don't get back to them. Listen, you know how many times – listen, when, when somebody says they're going to call me back, I go, yeah, right. Ask for Mr. Blue when you call me back. And they go, why would I ask for Mr. Blue? I thought you were Mr. Hodis. Well, I'm going to be holding my breath until you call me back, and I'm going to be blue in the face because you're not calling back. You are going on to the next call. That crap makes me angry. You need to get a hold of the right people to help you with the good customer service you deserve. And that's what good customer service looks like. I could give you stories upon stories over the past 20 something years that I've been doing this. There are horror stories, but when you work with Swipe It, you're gonna get excellent customer service. People can call, text, or email me, and bam, we help them. Hey, Ryan, what do you say? Hey, hey, how's it going, everybody? Good. Yeah, absolutely. No, Kevin, you, your segue was beautiful right into what I wanted to ask you about. Uh, you know, you're, we've, we've talked a lot on this show and had you kind of talk through different scenarios and the importance of experiencing that customer service. But I think, or rather, when you onboard a new client or you're working with a client, you're actively solving issues as they pop up. But let's say in maybe like a, you know, a, a more difficult circumstance. What happens if you are, you know, in fact, going to have to be on that phone for two hours working through, a, you know, a, a troubleshooting an issue with the client? What does that scenario look like from the client's perspective if they do have a, you know, a four alarm fire pop up in their business and they really do need Swipe It's help when that happens? Yeah, good question. There's, they're going to do one of three things. They're going to pick one. They're going to either be calling us going, hey, listen, I need help. They're going to get somebody to help them. Number two, they're going to maybe text somebody in our organization, and they're going to then get right on it and find out what's going on. 
Or, of course, number three, we're just going to show up. If we're local or we can do that right here, boom, we're just going to show right up. People are like, I can't believe you just showed right up. We get calls, emails, and texts all the time, and we're going to be there to assist our clients 100% because we've been in those positions knowing what it's like to have poor training, poor people that weren't trained properly, should I say, that were not hired properly. They, they're not put in the proper positions within the companies that they're working at, or maybe they just don't care. It's just a job, a paycheck, and they just hang up on people because, well, the internet connection isn't so good for that customer service call. The biggest problem I have with customer service, Ryan, and anybody out there is people not really caring. And I don't even know how companies like AT&T stay in business. They're just too big. You know, you hear about certain organizations, how they lost tens of thousands of employees. Well, they've lost tens of thousands of employees because they weren't trained right. If they love their job, they'll even work there for less money. So if you get and hire the right people, you train the right people, and you get them with all the tools that they need to be successful, they're going to love you forever. And those are the type of people that I want myself and my inner circle to have. And I want all the people that are working with us to be able to experience a five-minute phone call for us to call them back and say, we were able to identify what that issue was, we were able to assist with this, or we were able to show or email you the proper information. I did a customer service call just the other day for one of our clients. We needed to fix something. We got it swapped. We got it fixed. And then they were like, I need to get a copy of this. Boom. Five minutes later, they had a copy of the information. There wasn't anybody calling in and waiting two or three hours. We did all the work to assist them. That's what good customer service is. That's what it's like to work with Swipe It. And that's what working with Swipe It is going to be your best opportunity for customer service. We love you. We love our clients. This is the Swipe It Show with awesome customer service on the success network and remember do what you want when you want switch when you want thanks so much have a great afternoon ryan take us out because we love our clients